Good evening, guys. MWUSA Season 2, Episode 125. And I am on my way to a casino right now. Uh, it is Sunday evening, uh, 11.30 p.m. And I'm still about 45 minutes away. I uh, want to just go look around a little bit and see what things are like. Uh, see if there's any value to coming at this time of night. Um, tomorrow morning we'll be going to the office. And I am going to try to slip away around lunchtime. I don't know if it makes any sense at all, but uh, we're just going to give it a try. I think last week when we tried it, it was a Tuesday. I uh, just want to kind of see, see what every day looks like and figure some things out. Right now, I think I've decided that I will be working in the office Monday, Tuesday, and starting in a week or two, ask for Wednesday off to work from home, so to speak, because that seems to be the day that I have the least number of meetings. And then Thursday, work from home. Friday, quote, work from home and stay out Friday night into Saturday morning and then be home uh, the rest of the day, Saturday and Sunday. So we would get a chance basically uh, Sunday night, um, Monday afternoon, and then Wednesday, and then Friday into Saturday to gamble. Uh, tomorrow, I am going to go visit this pit boss. Um, he did agree to meet me for dinner tomorrow. He doesn't know that it's going to be like 8.30 before I can meet him. Um, I will send him a text message tomorrow afternoon, letting him know that that's the time that I would like to meet. And hopefully he's still okay with that. And I can do my uh, sort of interview with him and get some information so um, hopefully that will be fruitful and hopefully um, he'll give me some information that I had no clue about uh, that'll help all of us so uh, for now letting you go uh, heading off to one spot right now and I'll be back all right guys I'm back um, of course we'll call this Monday morning um, I was in there for about 45 minutes or so and ended up ahead four hundred thirty three dollars uh, primarily playing just a couple different machines, one of them being one of the newer machines. Um, yeah, it wasn't very eventful, but uh, luckily um, variance was on my side. And then on my way out, uh, about half that money was a machine that was at $2 a spin, and someone had cashed out $1.52, so they ran out of money. And I ran about $60 through that machine and hit that for about $320. So that was a big part of it as well. Um, also saw um, a friend, a non-AP friend uh, in there as well I hadn't seen for a while. Um, and uh, caught him up to speed as to what happened with my friend who died. And uh, we all played poker for years starting around the year... Oh, uh, geez, I don't know, 2003? Um, we all played in a, in a game. I'm sure I've been over that a bunch of times. But anyway, plus 433, going to head home, get some rest, and uh, we'll figure out what to do tomorrow. Good morning, guys. It is now Monday morning, and uh, on my way to work. Today's going to be a long day, obviously with uh, being out late last night. Uh, playing a few slots. Uh, I am a little tired already, 
but it's going to be a very long day. So I'm going to be working my normal whatever, 8 to 5, 9 to 5. Um, and then afterward, I am going on a 3 hour plus drive to go meet with that pit boss, have dinner, play for a while, and then 3 hours back home. So um, let's see if I, if I can leave at like 4.40 or 4.50 and then let's say 3 hours and 10 minutes can be uh, 8 o'clock if I come straight back it'll be after 11 so if I spend three hours there it'll be about between two and three most likely that I would come home and actually I would have to skip one casino on the way out uh, because I just wouldn't have time to stop there and then I can hit it on the way home so uh, hopefully we have a good day um, I still want to have a goal of at least 2,000 for today I don't think that's that big of an ask and uh, we can just keep on rolling with our goals so uh, for now I want to let you go uh, I may go hit a casino at lunchtime not really sure yet uh, but I'll let you know I'll be back all right guys so uh, I did take another shot at uh, playing and uh, I left at an opportune time and I should get back within a few minutes of when I should be back um, so no one should know I was gone. Uh, I did play some slots and ended up ahead $115. So quick $115 in about 20 minutes of play and uh, heading back to the office. Um, I am going to leave the office early uh, tonight. We do have an opportunity to leave early because of July 4th. Um, and I do have that long drive, so that, that'll actually be good for me. Um, one other thing that I noticed, uh, when in my last uh, episode, I talked about a $1,000 hand at the end of a shoe, and uh, I said that I got a 20. I actually got a blackjack on that hand that paid out 1500 and then I put a 1000 in my pocket, and I had uh, 1500 in front of me at the table. So uh, I was just thinking about that, that I had misstated that. Uh, other than that, it's raining right now, about 70 degrees, lots of rain outside, and uh, just trying to make it back to the office uh, safely, and then uh, we'll plan the rest of our day. So, letting you go for now, and I'll be back. Alright guys, I'm excited. I am so excited, ready to go. So, um, it is about 3 o'clock, and just leaving work. Um, I went back and forth via text with the pit boss and uh, we're going to meet for dinner uh, late tonight. Uh, I have a four hour plus drive to meet him and uh, I am on my way. Uh, some good things are happening. I've got a list of questions to ask him, by the way, thanks to all the people who uh, submitted questions. Um, I'm going to do my best to ask as many of them as possible without being too obvious. Um, so uh, the other thing is I talked to the person who hired me and went over some options. And one thing I can say is the answer will never be yes if you never ask the question. So I always will ask the question and my kids will tell you. I'll go into a store and buy something and I'll say something like, can you do any better on this? 
and it would be a store that's like just a regular store a best buy or you know home depot or anything like that if i'm making a big purchase i'll ask them is there anything that you can do is there any way we can get this any lower and sometimes the answer is yes and the answer is no i didn't lose anything i lost 30 seconds of time for asking that's it so anyway um i talked to um this boss who's now my boss's boss because one of us got promoted to the job i didn't want and we decided that my shift is going to be changed to eight to four instead of nine to five doesn't sound like much but that hour is very valuable to me um, that's going to make it possible for me to go on some short trips in the evenings sometimes so um, that will be helpful and then also i volunteered to work um, when we're off duty so um, there are certain tools that must be monitored 24 hours a day seven days a week and I agreed that I will watch them at night and on weekends from now on. And in exchange, I will get one day a week off. So that day looks like it's going to be Wednesday. So, and then Friday looks like we have a team meeting. I'll probably stay in town either Thursday or Friday. I'm not sure. Uh, I still may go out of town Friday, but so I'll be working Monday, Tuesday and Thursday or Monday, Tuesday and Friday. And I will have uh, time to um, gamble on Saturday and um, Wednesday and probably one or two nights during the week. So that'll take us back up to three to four nights a week. And between that and everything else we got going on, I think we can scrounge together um, four or five thousand in a week. I, I think it's very possible. We'll have to be a little more aggressive than we are now, but I, I don't see that as a big deal. Um, in fact, I was moving in that direction anyway. So, and you saw in the last week, we had less hours worked and more money made. So very excited about all this stuff, still putting it together. Um, but you never give up and you'll never fail no matter what. So um, I am on my way now. The temperature has jumped up from around 70 to about 85. And I see dark clouds in front of me. And like I said, it's about a four-hour-plus drive, so I'm going to sit back and relax. Um, right now, it looks like I'm going to get there around 15 minutes early. Um, 15 minutes early. There is another casino on the way, and I may need gas before I get there. So I'm going to make gas the priority. Um, we'll get gas, and then if there's 20 or 30 minutes somehow... Uh, left then we will um, go to this other casino I doubt it because traffic should be getting worse not better but if for some reason uh, that potential is there then we'll make a stop in about three hours uh, for about 15 minutes and try to make some money uh, after I meet with the pit boss um, I will be gambling at a minimum of four casinos and then I will be home and then back to work in the morning so uh, for now letting you go and I'll be back to update you Okay guys, I am back. I did stop and get gas and uh, was just cranking along uh, as far as speed and gained enough minutes that I was able to go into this casino. I'll be back to this casino at the end of the trip as well, uh, but I was able to hop in there for about 20 minutes um, and I ended up ahead $46. Had a few ups and downs, but ended up okay in the end. 
Um, you know, there's always these certain machines that are high variance, low return, and those are ones that you gotta cut out of your uh, your list of slots to play, but sometimes they look so good and it's hard to uh, pass it up. So anyway, um, moving on now, plus $46, and we are, right now, we're gonna make it three minutes before um, our uh, meeting with him. So we should be right, right on time. The other good thing is um, the rain is gone all of a sudden. So it went from being dark clouds and a lot of rain when I drove in to sunny skies and actually right in front of me is almost clear skies so uh, hopefully that'll help along on the trip too and uh, we'll get there on time so I'm excited about this meeting I am going to be recording this meeting I don't know how well it will come out I'm going to try to ask for a quiet area of the restaurant um, so that we can talk and uh, I'm just gonna have it recording the whole time um, I do have, because recordings, uh, sound recordings take up so little space, I've got room for like 600 hours or something, uh, so I'll definitely have enough space for it. The only downside is I think if I get a phone call, it may interrupt it and I may need to start the recording up from that uh, portion on. I'm not positive. I know that's how it is with video, uh, but what I may do is put it in uh, airplane mode when I get in there so that I'm not interrupted at all. So, um, all right, on my way here, and uh, next time you hear from me, hopefully I would have uh, talked to the pit boss and gotten some info. I'll be back. All right, guys, I am back. Uh, I actually sat with this man for about two hours and 20 minutes and discussed everything with him, uh, everything in the world, from personal stuff to casino stuff to security stuff, and uh, honestly, a lot of you guys missed a good opportunity uh, to get your questions answered by, by not uh, emailing. Uh, I even put a thing out on uh, Blackjack Apprenticeship, and as always, um, nobody really took me up on it. Um, I had about five or six people on B BJA that actually uh, sent me questions. So anyway, oh man, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Uh, for one thing, this man has been um, a pit boss at a casino for over 20 years. And he lives in a city that's a pretty expensive city to live in. And after 20 years, he's making 70000 a year. That is just insane. And I know in a lot of these places, the dealers are making fifty to sixty in the Midwest. So how he's only making 70 is kind of crazy. And he's told me how disillusioned he is with the industry and with the place that he works and how he wishes that he had a way out, that he could make some money and be able to get out. And uh, he told me a lot of personal stuff where he got scammed for a bunch of money and all kinds of things, which I feel terrible for him because I know the scam because I've actually seen that scam before and um, just terrible. So I, I don't even know where to start here. Um, I guess let me look at the questions uh, that I asked him. Um, for one thing, he talked a lot about how the system is set up in a casino where people help each other. 
um, especially people of the same race will help each other whites helping whites blacks helping blacks that it's very polarized in the industry and i don't understand why i can understand somewhat but um how he had issues with somebody and he followed protocol and the customer followed protocol because the dealer had done something wrong and they turned everything in and they never did anything about it because that person was the same race as the other person and uh, I had a good connection with this guy because we're both bilingual and we spoke similar languages and we were able to talk about things uh, that he probably wouldn't tell me about uh, about race related things and ethnic related things and how people are treated if they're not the same as the people at that casino I asked him um, someone asked me to ask if he gambled and uh, he said no not anymore he used to gamble and he lost a lot and it lost part of his livelihood and savings and things like that uh, so he doesn't gamble anymore and uh, I asked him uh, what game he played when he did gamble and he played blackjack he played craps um, I think he said back rat as well never played slots or anything like that but he did some of the other things um, which is interesting um, we talked about ways to beat the casino you know so I used his income being low and stuff as an opportunity I basically said hey you know you see people in casinos that make a lot of money and people who lose a lot of money so doesn't that mean that you should know what works and what doesn't work and we talked about different strategies people had with um, blackjack, with roulette, um, and other things, and the kind of strategies they would do that would not make them a winning player, but it would make them win more often, if you know what I mean. So in other words, if you have a 1 in 10 chance of losing all your money, or a 9 in 10 chance of making 1 in 10, would you do it? In other words, if you had a, a $100, if you had a $1,000, let's say you had $900, and you could walk into a casino and you had a 1 in 10 chance of getting all your money being taken away from you, or a 9 in 10 chance of making $100, well, it would make sense, right? So one time, you do it one time, it makes sense, right? Um, casino has a slight edge over that, so it's going to be a little bit worse than that. But um, is it worth it in the long run? The answer would be no. You'd break even. And with the casino rules, obviously, there is no game that's exactly like that, so you're going to lose money. But in the short term, uh, if you had a 99% chance of making 1%, would you do it? The answer is probably yes. Um, if you had a 1% chance of making 100 to 1, would you do it? The answer would probably be no. But in the long run, it's the same thing once you run it enough iterations, if that makes sense. So we talked about things like that. We talked about uh, COVID and, and how it was treated uh, by the casinos and how they treated their customers versus how they treated their employees. And uh, we talked a lot about that. Um, we talked about his specific casino uh, which he doesn't speak very highly of um, and he says that they're really not as sophisticated as a lot of the casinos around them 
and therefore a lot of scams and stealing and things happen and they're very slow about doing something about it and pressing charges and things like that so um, playing rated or unrated seems to not make too much of a difference in his casino unless you're playing rated and you're going table minimum to table maximum um, in his opinion he doesn't really care if you go to his tables he's not going to care all he wants to do is get his paycheck not get in trouble and keep his livelihood so um, I think that's, that speaks volumes really because he's one of their only lines of defense and I mentioned to him I said something like uh, you know I was in there before and there were people at one of the tables nearby uh, making a lot of noise and a lot of trouble and you were trying to warn them and it wasn't working and you tell them to leave and they wouldn't leave and after about 20 minutes you finally called security and my question was how come security didn't see all this stuff going on and uh, come down or come over wherever they are and do something about it and um, you know he told me a lot about how you know they got so much going on their budget's so small and they don't really care enough to uh, drive away people who might be losing money so they would rather drive a person like me off who will win or lose a few thousand here and there versus someone who's gonna lose 10 or 20 thousand even if you know he is an ass to the the people there and he causes trouble and he spills drinks and you know um, has arguments and things like that so um, that's that's a big deal in, in my opinion because if you don't take care of your employees and all they want to do is just get their paycheck and not even care because they don't want to be written up for doing the wrong thing or banning the wrong person then um, you're a lot more um, vulnerable than you think that you are so um, regarding rating players um, someone wanted me to ask you know um, how they rate players um, and uh, basically when you sit down it's just like you've heard before um, whatever your first bet is they're gonna put that in then they're gonna walk by every once in a while and whatever bet you have out there they're gonna put that in um, he doesn't care enough to even look to see uh, bet spreads and things like that unless it's in his face he's not gonna care um, if you're spreading a hundred to a thousand he's not gonna care if you're spreading a hundred to five thousand he cares because that is so obvious that now, now it's at the point where he doesn't want to lose his job because he didn't do anything versus normally he doesn't want to lose his job by doing something about it if that makes sense so uh, very interesting we talked a lot about personal life and health and family um, and uh, just past history and things going on financially and emotionally and stuff like that we had a very long conversation about a lot of that stuff um, and then uh, about evaluating players um, you know how often do you evaluate a player to see if they're doing something wrong or if they're doing something that you wouldn't want them to do such as counting and stuff like that and he kind of dismissed counting completely um, he dismissed counting as being something that only people who had million dollar budgets could do and that the average person is just kind of crazy when they go from uh, one hand at a hundred to one hand at a thousand or uh, two hands at you know whatever 800 um, that it's just somebody taking a shot and uh, 
in the long run they're going to lose and he's not really stressed out about it so um a lot of big interesting things there um many times i tried to steer it back to the casino because um like i said uh we know the same languages and um we've known each other now for a few years and he trusts me and he thinks i'm a good person and i know he's a good person and so uh, he was talking about a lot of personal stuff but i was trying to steer it back to uh, making money in the casino and i even said to him a bunch of times i think i was going uh, to talk about this earlier and i went off the subject um you know all these different people that have done all these different things to make money from the casino why don't you do that at one of the other casinos and he mentioned that he had a book about card counting that he got about 20 years ago and he still has it but he doesn't think it's possible to do with a small budget and it's not worth it and he's worried about facial recognition and stuff but at the same time he's telling me that uh, although this stuff exists he doesn't think it's very possible and he doesn't look for it very often so uh, that's interesting and um, this is a casino where I had bought in for over 12,000 multiple times and they had me in for under 10,000 um, I would actually ask and being friendly um, you know he would say you know you're in for this much when he's not supposed to unless you're using a player's card so and he often lets me um, kill a shoe it's got a big negative count I'll try not to do it more than once a day but if a shoe starts off and goes to like minus 20 right away and we're a deck and a half into the shoe and it's the only blackjack table back there I'll lose a couple hands and I'll say hey you know would it be possible to get a new shoe and he'll say okay I'll make sure that the light is lit first the green light is on on the card shuffler so that security is not seeing him replace a shoe uh, when the light is not on um, you know I think if they're just standing around waiting for the light to come on that might bring some attention so I'll always make sure that the old cards are shuffled before um, I ask um, yeah I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna think about a lot of other stuff here that we discussed um, like I said I do have it recorded and uh, I'm gonna go through it and uh, I, I think I may have some software that will transcribe it for me and then I have other software that will read it to me and then I can just speed it up to like 2x speed and get past a lot of the quieter areas and stuff um, we were sitting out near the street in a noisy street and uh, but like I said I listened to a clip of it and it seemed to be pretty darn clear for where we were sitting so um, at this point I am going to go to a casino nearby um, now I thought I was going into the main city to meet him we're about 45 minutes almost an hour from the city where the casino is so I looked around and there's no casinos nearby um, other than the ones that I would normally go to um, so I am going to go to the ones I normally go to I'll see people that I normally don't see and uh, hopefully we have some good variants so on my way to the first casino and I'll let you know how it goes yeah I just uh, remembered a couple other things uh, for one uh, he doesn't think it's possible for anyone to make money off slots uh, it's not his domain anyway so he doesn't really think about it but he doesn't think that there's any way uh, to make money off of slot machines uh, and then uh, one thing he brought up too that I thought was interesting was he was worried about me because uh, there have been days where I've lost you know five or seven or eight thousand dollars in one sitting and he was concerned that 
um, I was spending too much money in the casino and could I afford it and things like that which goes a long way too it makes me think a couple things right so for one it makes me think that he doesn't think that I'm doing anything iffy um, and he does trust me and he does care enough to say hey don't give these you know jerks money um, save your money be careful with your money don't lose it to the casino so um, it's very very interesting because uh, he has been there most of the times I would say more than half the times that I go into the casino he is the pit boss and doesn't give me any kind of issues and he sees the money that I make but you know he probably just puts me in as refused X amount of dollars right so there is no total for refused being me right so they can't say this one person John um, made $20,000 in the last six months uh, let's ban them because uh, there's a lot of people that refuse and um, you know they're, they're all put in as one profile so um, he thinks that I'm a big-time losing player and actually his casino is my second best percentage-wise as far as winning so I've actually made a ton of money at that casino so uh, very very interesting things I, I, I learned from him and uh, like I said I'm going to go through everything um, and get more information for you uh, right now I am in the parking garage of a casino I'm gonna hop in there we're gonna play some slots we're gonna play some blackjack then I'm gonna come back and report back to you alright guys I am back um, it was pretty packed in there um, getting out of there now it's almost midnight uh, I got to start thinking about going to work on time. So uh, if I go straight home right now, it's going to be about 4 a.m., uh, 3.30 or 4. So I got to think about that. But uh, I did play a couple slots. There was one um, that was a must-hit buy that was, it, that was profitable, but I didn't play it. And the reason is uh, it was about 2,800 spins away. And I probably would have made a profit of about $100 on it. So I did not think that was the best use of my time. So I ended up playing the other stuff and then leaving uh, on the slots plus 279 And then I went and played some blackjack. And it is the craziest thing. Uh, I saw, this, so this is a whole different casino than the uh, casino the other pit boss came from. But I uh, saw a pit boss I hadn't seen in a long time. He's a manager now and uh he invited me to go to dinner with him you believe this what is going on here so i said well if i'm ever here at night again let me know when your break is and i'll buy you uh lunch or dinner so that, that will be interesting um and the interesting thing about that too is he's the same type of person the other pit boss was complaining about so i remember i was saying about ethnicity and stuff uh, so I would have gotten the story from both sides if I uh, interviewed this guy. So anyway, uh, played some blackjack, and uh, the low for the session was minus 800. The high for the session was plus 1250, and ended the shoe plus 1000. So uh, plus $1,000 on the blackjack after about 30 minutes or so, and it was packed, and people kept bouncing in and out, and... Um, I just decided to leave at that point way too busy I can imagine what these other places are gonna be like tonight so uh, hopefully not terrible uh, plus a thousand on the blackjack plus 279 on 
the slots and moving on to the next spot. Alright guys, <clears throat> I am back. I guess I'm just a little slow here because I knew today was July 3rd. I saw big crowds and I didn't put it together. Tomorrow would be July 4th by that math. So I have no work tomorrow. So I don't know what I was thinking. So I don't have to worry about getting to work. I need to worry about getting home safely. Anyway, I went to that place um, completely packed. So hot in there. It's got to be mid-80s in there. So way too hot for comfort. I went to the high-limit blackjack area. All the low-limit tables were completely packed. I'm talking about 50 tables. Tremendous number of people in there. I go to the high-limit area. They have $100 tables and $200 minimum tables. $100 tables completely packed. Uh, some of them are reserved. And uh, I saw one guy playing two hands of five to 10,000 per hand. And then uh, a couple ladies playing on the $200 table. And there was no room for silly me. So um, I did play one card game um, that is not an AP game. And I was just examining some circumstances and learned some things. And just in the process of messing around with that, I made $90. But other than that, there was no money to be made in there unless I really wanted to wait a while. Um, I would say there was at least two reserve tables that those guys were going nowhere. Uh, the guy I was watching had at least sixty to 70000 in front of him. Um, and it was just packed. And the Baccarat tables, oh my goodness. There was three Baccarat, four Baccarat tables with probably um, 60 people on between playing them and standing behind them and playing over people's shoulders and yelling and screaming and all this stuff, all the stuff that I hate. So um, get out of there. I'm hoping the next stop will be a little bit better, but if it's not, I may have to cut things short, which stinks to drive this far. I mean, I got a great interview out of it. I got a lot of information, and I'll definitely listen to that interview on the way home. But, um, man, I wish I could get some uh, table time in. So, uh, right now, plus 90 there, and moving on to the next spot, unfortunately. All right, guys, I'm back. Um, I think I screwed up here. Can't believe I did that, man. Uh, I gotta count my money again here, but I think I messed up how much money I had bought in for, because I had the true amount, and then I had the lie that I was telling the casino, and uh, I think, see, I, I played that blackjack table for over two hours. And uh, spreading from a hundred to two by four hundred, two by five hundred, something like that. Um, I'm trying to think of where I was. I know. Well, here's what I think happened. I think I was just tired and miscalculated my stacks because um, alright so long story brief here I bought in for 500 at least four times 
and then I think I bought in for a thousand four times. So I think I was in for a total of six thousand. And I lost probably four of the six thousand at the end of one shoe with high counts and struggled the whole time to get back to even. At one point I was plus four hundred and I got there like five or six times and kept dropping down to minus 2,000, minus 3,000 and just couldn't get over the hump and I'm either plus 300 or minus 200 and I have a feeling I'm minus 200 and didn't realize it because the pit boss said he had me in for 5,000 so that, that probably means it was 6,000 because I know it was an even number so it had to be 6,000 so I don't know what I was thinking. I had stacks of 2,000, stacks of 1,000. Yeah, yeah, I know I, I didn't have 6,000 there. So I guess I had 5,800. And for some reason I thought it was 6,300. And uh, so then I had all these chips to cash. And they have a pretty strict limit. And someone's been forging chips. So I went over to the first cashier and I cashed out 2200 went to the other cashier and cashed out 2000 I went to the poker cashier and cashed out 500 so that's 47 2200 Oh, it's 2300, so it's another 100, so that's 48 and I got a thousand in chips in my hand, so that's 58. Yeah, I think I lost uh, 200 um, in that session, and I had this dealer that was just cutting it thicker and thicker, and uh, she was at like one and a half, and then went a little bit more than that, and I started complaining, and uh, she's like, man, that was a quick shoe. I'm like, yeah, because you cut it so thick. I said, uh, I like it when we're playing, not when we're shuffling. And she said, well, I'll, I'll make it better for you. And the next shoe, she made it like one and a quarter. And the next shoe, she made it just under one. And um, I started recovering there. But it's so true. When you, every, every quarter deck above like one and a quarter or so is like murder. It's like you can't really get those big counts otherwise. And it's so hard to get to a point where you can raise your bet. And when you can't raise your bet, then you're basically just going with the uh, regular odds for the most part. And you're just going to be whittled down to nothing. So uh, it seemed like for most of that two hours, I was just, you know, I, I was down about 2,000. And then I had that good shoe as far as a good count. And I started raising and raising and raising. I went to... Uh, 100 to 2 to 3 to 4 to 2 hands of 3 to 2 hands of 4 to 2 hands of 5 and it was just getting brutalized and the thing about it was the count continued to go up um, and the dealer was getting these 4 and 5 card hands with 2's, 3's, 4's and 5's like crazy and making hands and so many times I mean uh, I'm talking 20, 25 times the dealer had at 12 or higher and took two or three more cards I, I mean and there were so many times that I had a 17 and they ended up with an 18 with four or five cards 
And it's like, how do you not bust in those situations with those high counts? But you think I'd be used to it by now, but I guess I'm not. Another thing is, I think I finally got over the hump on something tonight. I think I finally don't think, for the first time, I don't think that the casino is just staring at me, seeing how much I bet, and trying to figure out if I'm counting cards. I honestly finally believe that until I get the big bets out there, I really don't have anything to stress about. You know, I, part of it is because when you're sitting next to another person and you, you can discover that they're a card counter very quickly. You see their bets, how they change, and you're like, I, you know right away if they are. And the casino is stupid. And talking to that pit boss today just showed how little they worry about card counters. And this place in particular, I'm going to start upping my game on this place because I'm playing bigger and bigger uh, hands tonight and they're not even paying attention. The pit bosses are hitting on the dealers and talking about stuff and just not paying attention to what they were doing. Another thing was I was the only person in the high limit for probably over an hour of that time. There were a few people playing roulette for a while, um, but other than that, it was pretty dead in that casino. Uh, now, the low limit was pretty packed, um, but anyway, um, I did play one slot machine on the way out, and I shouldn't have, I knew I shouldn't have, it was just a $6 machine, um, two spins to figure out what would happen, and I spun it twice, lost them both, got nothing out of it, and ended up minus $12. So, um, until I count my money again, and really figure things out for sure, I'm going to say we were minus 200 on the blackjack, spreading from 100 to 2 by 500. The low was minus 5,500. The high was plus 400. And we left minus 200 uh, after 2 hours and 20 minutes. Uh, I think that's the way I'm going to put it in the books. So letting you go for now, heading back toward home. Uh, it's about 3 in the morning right now. And uh, hopefully I can hit one more on the way home. All right, guys, I'm back. I got it all figured out. I counted all the money. I am plus 300 for the session. So I don't know why it bothered me so much, but I had to know for sure. And I, what, what I normally do is, I mean, you always have an odd number in your pocket. Uh, so when I leave, uh, in my notepad, I'll put in exactly how much money I, I started with. Um, so like um, today it was, 3614 and then I knew all the other things that happened along the way and then um, I counted the money again to see where I was now and I knew how much money it had to be and I came up with uh, $304 which makes sense because I got change here and there so $300 makes sense so um, yeah so everything is good we're plus 300 for that location minus 12 on the slots and we're moving on uh, we are 30 miles down the road um, I'm going to go another 30 miles or, or so see how I feel and uh, I'll just go from there one step at a time um, I'll be back alright guys so I, I'm listening to this recording here and I'm about 20 minutes into the recording and uh, this pit boss is saying how his casino is so lax on people who are disruptive or might be cheating or whatever that the most that they'll usually do 
uh, instead of getting him put in jail or whatever for attempting to cheat or for cheating, is just uh, give him a 24-hour uh, ban, and then they can come back in once they cool off. And uh, he said a lot of the other casinos around, when uh, people are bad, they send them over to his casino because they're more tolerant of the drunks and the people who are causing problems and things like that. So uh, just uh, listening to this uh, recording here, and uh, I'll be back and give you some more as I listen to it. All right, guys, so in this portion that I'm listening to right now, I try to set them up to talk about card counters, and uh, I say something like... um, uh, sometimes I'm sitting at the table and I see these people and they're betting table minimum and then they go to table maximum. What do you think uh, that they're doing? I don't understand how they can do that. It's so risky. And uh, he just replies with, well, some people are just addicted like that. You know, uh, they have to get lucky. If they don't get lucky, then they lose everything they have. So he's not even thinking in terms of, yeah, there might be card counters coming to my place. He's thinking like, Oh man, look at these people and how they're betting. So it's it's very interesting. So uh, anyway, I'll be back. All right, guys, continuing our trip home, I did stop at this casino that we started at, and I was in and out of there in about 20 minutes, uh, plus $78. So nothing ahead of us but home now. So heading for home and uh, trying to beat the sun, uh, get home, get some sleep, and have a good July 4th tomorrow. So. Uh, I'll be back with you. Okay, guys, I am still listening to this uh, recording, and uh, the pit boss went into detail with me about people who have forged chips, stolen chips, um, how they did it, how they got away with it, what they did, uh, how long it took for them to catch them, uh, just explaining everything to me about how it was done and uh, how they evaded Uh, the casino figuring out what was going on and a bunch of little secrets and things um, about the casino and how loose they are and you don't even realize it so um, I'm not even halfway done with the recording here but so much information was passed through Um, it's very interesting so I'll be back alright so the pit boss then explains to me how um, he got scammed into giving up all his money and maxing out his credit cards and turning it over in the hopes that he would make a bunch of money and then the company filed a huge bankruptcy and it looks like he's going to get nothing or pennies on the dollar and uh, I said something to him like it's a shame with you being around casinos and money all this time, you've been doing it for over 20 years, that you haven't learned of a way that people beat casinos and taking advantage of it yourself. And that's when he finally mentioned card counting. And uh, he said, well, you know, it's, uh, you could do it, he said, but if they catch you, they're gonna tell you that you can't play blackjack anymore. I'm thinking, that's all? You're not going to kick me out. All you're going to do is tell me no more blackjack. It's unbelievable. This casino is so lax. And, you know, but yeah, he acted like it was no big deal. And he said that he had a book that he bought about 20 years ago and he could read it. But he didn't think it was realistic to be able to make money that way.
Alright guys, still listening to that um, Right now, uh, just talking about personal stuff And uh, kids and marriage and illnesses and stuff like that um, I am not going to keep on going with it right now I am going to get home, get some sleep And uh, so I'm going to wrap things up uh, I will continue that information on the next episode uh, If you have any questions or comments, it's mwusa 21 at gmail.com mwusa21 at gmail.com. See you next time.